We are bringing on Ragnarok in three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 188 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk destiny, interview guests, and talk about our love of the game. This week, we have the trio all back in action, Des Raven, Sin Media, Kingsley Mac. Hey, how's everyone doing? We have a special guest, too. We have TX Andy Man. How you doing, man? Great, great. Thanks. Thanks for having me on, gents. Yeah, and we, we, we will have a lot of questions for you and get to know you throughout the podcast. Uh, but we always like to start off with a little bit of what is new in the life of people. Uh, we'll start with Sin. Anything interesting going on lately? General talk before we get into gaming stuff. <laughs> General talk. <clears throat> uh, my car is officially totaled. I'm officially in a demo. Oh. And uh, I'm officially back on a PlayStation. Oh, Really quick, okay, Des, did you not know some of, do you have a quick version of the story in case people don't know, Sen, that have been in the podcast? Uh, yes. I mean, I haven't been in the Discord, because I think you post, I don't, I don't know where you all posted it. So. I posted it places. I posted a picture in general, but uh, two weeks ago, 70 miles an hour, smashed into a deer. Totaled uh, my Subaru Impreza, and yeah. I'm guessing you totaled the deer too. I didn't see him after the fact, but uh, I'm assuming he came out pretty hurt. Yeah, poor fella. <laughs> or disintegrated somewhere. Probably. On the side of the road. <laughs> I'd like to think at that point. Oof, yeah. Des, anything new with you? Pass. Okay. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. But hey, you hopefully you didn't hit a deer also. No, no, no. I haven't hit a deer in many, many years. So, um, thank, thankfully, that's been a that's been a one off for me, um, which is actually a miracle considering some of the backwards, uh, backwards places I worked in Alabama. So, yeah. But you were saying you have once before. I haven't oh, ever hit any yes. animal. Yes. Hmm. Um, yeah, like I said, um, I was working at a restaurant that was on the lake, uh, which was like 20 minutes away from where I live. But in order to get there, I had to go through, again, like a lot of like back roads, country type stuff. And yeah, one of those nights, um, um, there's been several that saw deer on the side of the road. And one night, one decided to jump right out in front of me. Hmm. I swerved to try and miss. I caught like it's a. Uh, uh, tine leg with uh, pretty much right on the headlight. Um, I just knew I screwed up my car. But uh, thankfully, all I ended up doing was uh, busting out the uh, headlight 
uh, shield, uh, but everything was pretty much okay. We re- replaced the headlight assembly, and I was good to go. Oh, good, good. And uh, gear have been running rampant lately. I don't know if it's everywhere else, but most nights when I'm driving home, I see three or four already on the side of the road, gone. And uh, last, uh, last no, two nights ago, uh, no, it was last night. I'm trying to remember my days here. Uh, mm. Last night, there was a live one on the side of the road, just chilling on the side of the interstate. Yep. There's tons, tons of them around right now. Now you want to be, uh, you want to be amazed at deer, uh, catch a deer in a gated community. Those deer, (laughs) they don't care. They do not care if you're in a car or what you will go and drive and they will walk out as a herd very slowly in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Oh, Andy, I got plenty of I, I got plenty of, of of animal uh, getting hit by uh, vehicle stories. I think the biggest one I ever seen uh, get hit was of like a full size bull in a Oof. in a country road. Uh, some lady hit it going pretty fast. She, I mean, she yeah, she totaled her car, but also like she was pretty messed up too. We ended up. Uh, taking her to the hospital but um but uh that's when i learned like dude like some of these and and you know deer that's why when you said you hit a deer at 70 i was just picturing the car like oh yeah you you definitely totaled that car because <laughs> i mean a deer uh does that amount of damage uh think of what like a like a couple ton like slab of beef sitting in the <laughs> middle of the road will be to your yeah car. you know how but, des explained even, that he hit like just the headlight uh, mine hit dead center of the front, and then yeah. got the windshield. Yeah. And the sucker was not small either, and all the airbags deployed. Yeah. yeah oh, yep, yeah, yeah. that's gone. Hey, Luke, Sin thing thought he was going to die because there was smoke all around him. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh no! Yeah, like, I still bug him about that. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's legit. Yeah, I was in an accident once that like just totaled the front and both airbags. Like, I also had a mild concussion at the time. But uh, yeah, waking up with like the smell of burning and just like smoke around. It's, yeah, that's terrifying. Where am I? <laughs> that air, I'm going to die. Powder. Yeah. yeah, that's it's like the, uh, it's the worst thing. I, I guess I, I've been in an accident where my airbags have gone off and I've been in the airbag smoke. But I guess, I don't know, I was warned enough ahead of time like that can happen. So when it actually happened to me, I was like, okay, whatever, this is annoying. But, but it's just, I like to, bug sin that he thought he was crying and about to die <laughs> first Someone of all help, there was man. no crying <laughs> i just said it I, if i were gonna die it was gonna be there's smoke all around me <laughs> yeah yeah right oh yeah that's awesome that, well, i'm glad you're around a uh, tractor trailer at uh, 70 miles an hour tony says you know you were crying <laughs> <laughs> um mommy <laughs> Oh, man. Well, Tony well, will we, know the road that I was on. 81, Tony. 81. 81. But, hey, we better start getting to our interview because we have a packed show tonight. We're so excited to have on TX Man tonight. And let me tell you real quick, you've been on my list for someone to interview, but Helios bumped up your name as a suggestion. Community mm. member saying, hey, we should have you on the show. So, <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you, Helios. I appreciate that. 
you would think I'm would be interesting enough for you guys to hang out with. But uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. So TX Man, I assume that stands yes. for Texas. Texas Man, yes, yes, it Ooh. does. So where you live? You live in Texas. Austin, and... Austin, Texas. Yes, sir. Austin. Uh, okay. Twenty years now. I came from uh, from California. I'm I'm one of the uh, oh, the California transplants, but but the pre-COVID California transplants. <laughs> and and where in California? Because I I grew up there. But L.A. So I grew where up in, in L.A. <laughs> in, in Inglewood. I I grew up. Okay. In, I'm an inner city boy. So I grew up in Inglewood. Uh, but my dad had a, a a a restaurant in Playa del Rey. He still he still has a restaurant out there in Playa. Mm-hmm. So so I, oh I in fact gosh. I was just down there this weekend uh, hanging out with my my brother hit uh, forty. Um, so I went and hung out with him for the weekend. Him and and of course you know my my other brother and my my mom and my dad. That was that was a really good trip. But um, man, we're gonna have to talk more because yeah, I grew up down there. I worked at Disneyland. I've been to Austin before. I think that's a cool area. So mm-hmm. we have some interesting similar routes. So yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, dude, we could we could we could spend more than a couple hours just talking oh, about sure. that. I'm sure. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I've been I've been down here for 20 years. I came over. Um, a work brought me here. I, I started working here for um, for EMS Austin EMS on a on an ambulance. I did that for them uh, for ten years, and then I switched to the fire department. So uh, I've been with uh, Austin Fire now for just under ten years. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's 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 kind of been my life. I uh, got a couple Texans now, so so they're they're letting me stay. <laughs> um, but uh but yeah man but, and then of course you know in in my in my free time i like to play a lot of video games so yeah yeah a lot of video games so what kind of got you can you think of your early roots first video game or what you kind of got started on well uh for me gaming was you know like as a really really young kid uh you know my first record how i'm gonna date myself here so i'm 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 40 46 now um so so as a young boy you know like uh the atari uh was uh was pretty popular you know um and you know they're just those real uh pixelated you know pong and then pitfall and um uh Galaga and all those games right um but I didn't have you know obviously my parents didn't have one the money or two the the motivation to get me uh, a gaming system so um we would go over one of my dad's friends and he had uh an Atari and so I'd I'd get on you know on the stick just the one stick and a red <laughs> button uh play that for for as long as I could um and then and then honestly like I think most of like my my initiation to gaming was was uh the arcade style uh machines you know what I mean my dad worked at um several restaurants he'd take me in and so um one of those was a bowling alley that had uh, a bunch of games and one of the uh, guys that would clean up would um uh like snatch a like a canvas sack full of tokens and just give it to me like there you go bud go have fun so um that was that was sort of my initiation um it wasn't until the nintendo came out that i got my first system and so like many of us i'm sure you know that's kind of where my 
my my home system history started right and then just moved on through the systems sega and and on and on and on so nice sega and then um i'm trying to remember too you're more on the uh are you more on the xbox side so yes i would say that's sort of my my home platform i have i have all of the systems i have a playstation i have a an xbox and i have a switch uh and and you know my old my old podcast uh co-host uh sent me his old pc even so i even have a pc that i don't use much it's not a good one but um but it was a free one and i'm very grateful to manny for sending it to me but but i have all of them but mainly xbox is what i play on yeah and it's a good segue on that and i definitely want to talk about roots getting into destiny and communities and stuff but um Mm -hmm. You have done podcasting also, and uh, t- tell us about any podcasts you've done in the past. I mean, you have this beautiful logo for one, and I know you haven't done an episode in a little bit, but it's called Gaming yeah. Adventure Club, and I'm envious of that logo, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all Manny. Manny was Manny Gutierrez. Manny G is is what he went by. That was his gaming handle. Um, he and I met up as probably a lot of us um, through the um, – the Destiny Reset uh, community, right? Going back to, oh, yeah. to D1. Um, a lot of us have our roots there. You know, you know, I used to tell Fluffy that we were, you know, a lot of us were sort of derp adjacent or, or you know, or derp, you know, related, right? And and yes. Manny and I are definitely All our that, roots. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was a great community. You know, Destiny was was an amazing game, the first one. And, and it really, that was the first time I had joined any community that, that um, fostered such a welcoming sort of environment, you know, and, and yeah. a lot of people sort of branched out from that. It's a shame that that podcast um, isn't around anymore, but look, thankfully, you know, guys like you and, and, you know, and, and we could mention all of them here, right? Fluffy yeah. and, and potato thumbs and, and um, yep. Guardian you know, down. And now Guardian. there's, uh, Guardian Dynasty. I know that that was headed up by a Forest mm-hmm. group, and and yeah. and then you know you have your kind of group, and oh mm-hmm. my gosh, you know that's the thing. Even though the community isn't it like a main grouping point anymore, we all love each other, and we all kind of have those yeah. roots, and created all these other communities because we're like yes. we're not going to let the feel of this die. And I no. will always always talk good about my original roots meeting up there. Would yeah. you even like? like in the mod group or an admin group at some point over there? I so thought I was one of their, um, they called us, uh, ambassadors. Uh, so like, because I spent an unhealthy amount of time in destiny. Uh, <laughs> I had a lot of people that I played with. I mean, even now, like I still, when I get my destiny bug, I'll jump, I'm all over the place. Like, Hey, who wants to play? You know what I mean? And, uh, and, and so they, they, they graciously, uh, let me be an ambassador there, um, which was which was great. Um, Manny was an admin. Um, there were there were a few admins, but um, most I think after that they they had the admins that they were going to have, and then beyond that they they made that that special role for ambassador. And there's a bunch of us that uh, you know that followed from from when when we left that community uh, the first three. Um, there were a lot more that came after us. I poked my head into the Destiny Reset um, Discord here and there, and, and they look like they're still kicking, man. But but as you said, right, it was it was a great yeah. start, and and from that, all these all these other really amazing communities have have grown, and and 
you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for that. So. Yeah. 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 But then you, okay. So, and you've done some, sorry, we got off topic on that, but you know, we got to talk destiny reset at some point, but uh, yes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but you did, oh, but you've you done some the, pod- the podcast. Yeah so, yeah. so Manny and I started the gaming adventure club. Uh, he did all of the legwork. I was purely his co-host. Honestly, I was just like a, a sidekick, you know, but um, uh, he, uh, he wanted, we wanted to uh, start because destiny reset, was a purely destiny focused podcast, which is great. Um, uh, Manny and and I had, uh, you know, we, we had started gaming together a lot and we, we had a lot of other interests. And so Manny thought that it would be a good idea to start a podcast that was mostly focused on just gaming in general. There was a lot of tech talk. Manny was, uh, was a real nerd when it came to, to tech. So he, he had a, a really good insight on PCs and monitors and, and a lot of the audio all that stuff. And so uh, he brought sort of the, the expert side of things. And I, I kind of brought more of the, the everyman uh, side of things where, you know, I'd ask him questions and genuine questions, right? Like I wanted to know more about it. And, and so we got into, into that. We talked just gaming in general. So, you know, we, we talked gaming news and it was a great show. Manny could not keep that up though. Cause um, you know, life, I've got busy oh, yeah. for him and I certainly, you know, I didn't have the expertise to, to, uh, to keep that going, but it was fun. I, I loved it. And, and we still have the, the discord there. It's a, it's a great community, you know, people come, people go, but, but in general, like it's a great general gaming community. Obviously we play a lot of destiny, but we play a lot of other stuff too. And it's just a good spot for people to poke their head in. And if they just have questions about, hey, is anybody into this, you know, random game, sometimes there'll be indie games that people get into or, or, you know, anything in general, but, but we're still there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great discord. Um, I was impressed with uh, when you first joined it, whoever programmed that um, has done all the cool features to uh, make sure people get funneled to accepting certain yeah. things and doing oh. certain things and all that stuff. That was so. all Manny. It was all Manny, man. He was, he, he was the, <laughs> obviously uh, a tech guy. Yeah. <laughs> the brain. Yeah. Yeah. He did it. He did a really great job. I miss that guy. He's, he's so busy now. We don't get the game nearly as much, but, but uh, we still, we still have uh, text messages. So that's, that's great. All right on now. Okay. So did you, what, what brought you into finding out about destiny? How did you get started with that? Man, um, so I had a huge gaming hiatus uh, when when my when my oldest was born. Um, honestly, it was even before that. Like, I think I got into sort of just casually gaming. I played um, Xbox was was my main um, uh, console, and uh, you know I played Gears like Gears of War. Um, so I played shooters, I played Madden, you know, I was, I was, uh, mostly into games that were easy to pick up and put down. Um, and, uh, and then I just had this huge hiatus, you know, with my boys and it's kind of busy being sort of a provider and a dad to small children. And then, um, right at about 2013, 2014, right when destiny came out, uh, I got, I went to the. I went to Best Buy and I bought myself 
uh, a brand new Xbox. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get this game. There's a lot of hype. One of the guys that I worked with was like, you should get this game. It's so great. We could, you know, we, we they were trying to recruit friends to play, you know, raids and whatnot. I had no idea what he was talking about. And, um, and so I got the game and man, like many people, like I started playing and it was like, you know, if I, you know, if, if you don't have uh, room for an unhealthy addiction, please do, do not pick up destiny. Right. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, that game really got its teeth, like it sunk its teeth into me deep. And and man, I was, I was, uh, I was in it. I was in it. Uh, I'd stay up way too late, get up way too early and, uh, and played that game uh, a ton. Uh, I, I, you know, I looked up my wasted on destiny hours, uh, the first one. And, uh, and uh, I mean, it was an ungodly amount, I think like a, 1500 hours or something like that which is probably not a lot by most you know a lot of people's uh measurement but that's destiny one right yeah i told my wife god i could have learned like chinese with that <laughs> amount of time <laughs> like why, did, why didn't i do that but hey we but have like thing that we like you know <laughs> yeah that's right that's right so that that's honestly what got me into um destiny it was just kind of jumping right back into gaming um and and so i needed a new game and and i picked that one up and i and i never put it down so, so. <laughs> i mean obviously yeah and we all at least to some point play other games also and yes. but destiny is the focus but i do i do want to talk a little bit um I, i'll bring sin into the conversation for this too but we'll start with you um God of War has come out recently, and oh boy, oh, is yes. that a fun game. Yes. Uh, give us your impressions on it so far. So I'll tell you that God of War is the reason. That and I would say The Last of Us are the two reasons that I bought uh, a $600 system that mostly sits uh, in the corner <laughs> and doesn't do a whole lot. Um, <laughs> those two games are, are just inc- like... You know, like, you know, there, there's always like this sort of, uh, you know, X uh, or Sony versus Microsoft, which is better. Um, but honestly, like uh, Sony, uh, their first party titles are just you, you really can't compare, you know, uh, yeah, there's yeah. there's nothing like those. Um, and while I'm sort of like an Xbox uh, person, um you know what S- Xbox has uh, on offer in terms of um, first-party games just doesn't doesn't even come close. So um, so yeah, God of War Ragnarok came out. I was so excited. I I you know I launched the minute it was available. Um, but uh, you know I've obviously taken uh, my time. That's really the only game I've been playing since it launched. Um, but I, I haven't quite uh, you know hammered down on it and and gotten through the, the, uh, the campaign really. I'm doing a lot of the side quests, trying to, trying to power up, uh, trying to stay as spoiler free as possible, but I definitely, sure. definitely recommend, uh, picking oh, up so that do game you, if you haven't already. So when you mentioned spending that money, I assume it was recently. So you have a PS5 then also? Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so funny. Um, one of my buddies got me onto this discord channel that tells you when, ps5 drops and drop and so like i got on there because like i'm I'm gonna get this you know and and i got one and this is like the fifth one i've bought because every time i get one one of my friends or one of the guys that i work with 
uh, most of them are on PlayStations and they'll be like, oh, you got a PlayStation, man, dude, I'm so jealous, this and that. And so, of course, I'll be like, man, honestly, like, there's really nothing I'm playing right now. If you want, man, I, I'll sell it to you. I just pass them. To, <laughs> I, I, so I pass oh, them sold some. <laughs> yeah, all, but and I just passed them over at, at cost, you know, just like, oh, yeah, just give me, here's the receipt, just give me that and I'll pay it off. Um, but this one, works. yeah, this one finally uh, is the one I kept because of uh, God of War and how soon it was going to release. So. And just a then, PSA, anybody who's yeah. been looking for PS5s, uh, look like they're readily available on PlayStation. I got mine from Amazon, but a buddy of mm-hmm. mine at work got his from PlayStation like a couple days after I saw that they were selling them. So yeah. it doesn't look like uh, there is as much stress there as trying to get one right now. But yeah, yeah I, I did sell a couple of the uh, HCD What is this, bundles. your third? Yeah. Fourth. <laughs> yeah. So, and you bought this just because you felt it was time again, or you, you really wanted to get into God of War because you saw all of us were playing it? Uh, everybody's been playing it. Um, I was going to say, I'm kind of, kind of failed. I never completed the first God of War, and I probably put a the, the last God of War, I guess you should say. Um, I only put about an hour into it. But this kind of makes me want to go back and actually kind of do it. The story is really yeah. good so far. Yeah, okay, so first man. impressions, you like it and everything, Sin? Yeah, it does really well. Yeah. Um, playing it on my, my Sony TV, um, great quality, smooth, beautiful picture. Story is good so far, too. So Nice. Yeah, I'll, I, you, I'll go ahead I'll tell, and then I'll just... I'll tell you what, what, uh, what is so impressive about uh ragnarok is that it apparently is a ps4 title but the 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 settings just the graphic settings that it gives you right if you have obviously if you have the hardware that can run it um is incredible like the fact that that game wasn't built from the ground up just for for you know to take advantage of the the technology that's available now you know on this console it's uh it's incredible like i just can't imagine what they could do if they just from the ground up said we're going all in on the ps5 sorry ps4 <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna downscale for you if you want but uh but dude I, i'm so impressed with the the frame rate the the um um you know the um the picture settings that you can get on it all of it it's it's really Sony's done an incredible job. Yeah, this game is freaking amazing. And even, I, I would have gotten it either way, but you know, a few days or a week before when the reviews were allowed to be released and everyone was giving it like a 9 or a 9.5, and I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, holy cow, you're right. I mean, I have a PS5 also. The graphics are amazing. The story is at least as good as the last one, even a little bit better. I'm not going to mm-hmm. spell anything either, but I am pretty sure close to the end. And this campaign is long. I've been putting a lot of hours into it. I think mm-hmm. some people were saying more like on the range of 40 to 50 hours campaign. Mm-hmm. And I haven't even been doing side quests yet. Yeah. <laughs> and so I am super impressed. The game is fun. And this is just one of these classic, like you said, just it's not a multiplayer game, but it's just a classic game that comes out. It's ready and it's, I haven't even really been seeing any bugs. Yeah, they had their day one patch just because, you know, they, it has to go into quote production ahead of time and they do one last update the day it comes out. 
but this game has been so freaking smooth for mm-hmm. how big and expansive of a game it is. I don't know how they did it. And I was reading stories too, supposedly uh, just two months ago, they were freaking out. They're like, we have so much work to do. They felt like it wasn't even close to being ready. I'm like, what are they talking about? This is one of the smoothest launch games I've seen in the longest time. It is impressive. You know, they must the have high thing, standards. You know, yeah. the The other thing that's that's just refreshing about uh, about games like this one is that you know, like it's the game, right? Like, I I go to the store and I pay. I'll pay them the seventy. I know there's a lot of talk about. Sony raised their prices to 79 bucks or whatever they charge now. And, and I'm okay with that. You know, I would much rather pay the money that Sony in this case says, Hey, uh, we made you an incredible experience. We want you to give us a hundred dollars. Great. I'll pay you the hundred dollars, but don't nickel and dime me. Right. Don't say, Oh, Hey, there's a flat $15 season pass. There's a, there's a $10, you know, cosmetic. There's a, you know, it just it's like they just they kind of piecemeal the amount that they want you to pay for the game in the end. And for me, it's like, man, just tell me how much you want me to give you and I'll give it to you. And I think God of War is the perfect example of of what that should be like. I know Destiny obviously is is a live service game, so that's what it does. It has to make its money somehow. But I'm speaking more to experiences that are I don't know. Sometimes they feel like they're broken up just so that they can charge you certain amounts over time versus just releasing the complete game, you know? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Oh, but it's just so good. And, and it is. Ho- hopefully everyone gets a chance eventually to experience it. I mean, even way down the road, it'll eventually become one of these things that gets included in the subscription, you know? Yes. Uh, yeah. Eventually. Or, or, you know, gets included in some pack or something, but um, yeah. So, but you know, we all give it thumbs up for us that have been playing it so far. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I do recommend though playing the first one uh, and then get because it's. I think I think it's one big story, right? Invest instead yeah. of like you know, it's definitely a a, a a story that's best played completely so definitely invest in the first one and then get the second one if you haven't already both of them are incredible and des you've played the first one right oh yes i, I yeah yeah i if 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 certain things just weren't a little too tedious i would have platinumed it um because it's pretty close anyway well it mm-hmm. might have been the it might have actually been the difficulty because okay, i'm not great at video games i just play them and uh, that's actually one really good thing about even the 2018 and this one. Uh, Give me God of War difficulty is rough. Mm. Like, it, it, it's rough in like all the great ways that people love rough difficulties, but uh, mm. that ain't me. <laughs> this is a per- thanks for bringing that up, Des. This is a perfect conversation we were kind of talking about beforehand, too. And I believe you were asking, Andy, what difficulty we were playing on. Uh, mm-hmm. We all have different levels i'll tell you mine real quick i mean i i love there's a lot of granularity here you can bring it down to story mode or all the way to god of war level or somewhere in between and Mm -hmm. for this game i started it in the middle level and then my play style i i think of this as more of an experience at least the first time through so if i get to a boss encounter that it's taking me 5 10 20 times i'm still not quite getting it 
I don't want to like get frustrated anymore the first play around. So I, I did lower the difficulty one, one level down for one of the boss fights. And then I kind of went with that. And I, I love how you kind of have that granularity. Then you said you put it in baby mode, right? <laughs> yes. Sorry. I had Focusing to you again. Story. Hey, no worries. Um, but that's my type of play style. Like for other games outside of Destiny, I don't want to go in and spend 20, 30 minutes on trying to be mechanic heavy, dodge and parry and trying to. I just want to look know, at them and they fall down, right? <laughs> well, no, I mean, you still got to fight them in the story mode, right? Do you? Yes, you do. But I don't have to, you don't have to be overly good. You have to hit the X button once or twice on baby mode. I just think. a couple. <laughs> hey, no judging, no yeah. judgments. You play the game you I'm want. To I'm play only by. playing it for the story. It's a great, uh, it's a great story. It's, I think I pick, I pick the middle. I pick middle uh, difficulty just to, to, um, you know, not 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 overly worry about dodge mechanics and and uh, pairing and timing and all that stuff so yeah yeah and then uh, tony writes in the chat how he got so bogged down in side quests and god of war and then he took a break i mean it's interesting it's another cool thing about games like this is you kind of decide what you want to do you can oh yeah they they have so many side quests you really can get just locked into them for so long you forget to get mm -hmm. back to the campaign you could you could even be the type of player that just plays them and you're like oh i'm almost getting done or bored with the game and then you don't even it'd be a shame if you don't even finish the campaign so what i tend to do personally is i'll do the campaign i may do a few of the initial side quests just because i know they kind of want you to do some to get some extra armor and stuff but by mm -hmm. the time i'm like midway through if i can i just try to pump through the rest of the campaign because i just kind of want to get it done and then i'll go back to side quests but i don't know if any of you do differently i mean there's different ways you can play it well i haven't firsthand started this one yet um but i have been watching it and i will say there are so many side quests in ragnarok it is ridiculous mm -hmm. it's like like i said i'm watching like people play through it because it it's one of those games for me it does it's not going to matter if i watch a playthrough i'm going to play it and i'm going to enjoy it uh mm -hmm. it's going to be fantastic but um because i mean half of the game is just feeling like you know the feel of the game itself combat and everything blah blah that anyway but yeah but like i said every time someone's turning around there's like they finish like a section or a realm because uh, spoiler alert, you travel to other places. <laughs> um, but now, like they finish out an area, and there's like at least like two, three side quests minimum that before they can even like go back to the main path. Yeah, and I love, and this doesn't spoil anything too. There's a lot of dialogue that they will remind you and give you the choice. Like the kid <laughs> Atreus will be like, "Do we have to go back yet?" How about we look around and do some other things first? And they're hinting towards mm -hmm. the side quests, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's brilliant yeah. how they just build that into the, the actual dialogue and the story and everything. I actually do love, like, you know, they've taken, like, so much and then they've, they've really improved on it. But uh, just the size of, like, everything is it's fantastic. But one thing I really do love that was kind of an annoyance for me in the original uh, were the ravens. Mm -hmm. And they actually like serve a purpose of 
you get a reward. Like they're, the Ravens are like milestones, and it's, that's not a spoiler because I think that's your first side quest you can do is go upkeep on the Ravens. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's I love that little touch, just adding just a slight reward system to something like that. I mean, it just makes it that much better. Like, completionists will do it, of course, but you add a reward to something and something tangible, or I say tangible in a, in a digital <laughs> well, yeah. picture. Uh, in the game. <laughs> but yeah, you, you, give, you give someone something tangible to chase after, and they're more apt to chase after it. Hey, they're right, Sin. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. And I did see that with those um, ravens or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't have enough to open my chest in there, though. So um, you you can speak to this, Kingsley. You, you tell me since you feel like you're towards the end of the game. I am in, uh, let's see, I am in, well, gosh, it's hard to, to tell you without uh, spoiling something. I mean, I'm, 31, I'm 31 hours in, and, and I have... You could uh, say what probably, our land looks like, maybe. Well, I, I may spoil well, it. Too. I mean, well, no, that's what I'm saying. I have like three areas. We'll say. Well, I have three areas unlocked. Uh, okay. I have. I just completely unlocked the 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 lava area. Okay. So I'm there. That's where I'm at, and I'm 31 hours in uh, the game. Cool. Well, yeah, I know, and I'll tell you. As far as the main campaign, you go to the yeah. lava area twice, <laughs> and See? you do stuff so in between. And you yeah. do stuff in between, so, even yeah. Uh, but um, and that's... so I don't, I don't know that I'm even halfway <laughs> through the game. But 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 to answer your question, you know, we talk about how we play, right? Some of us just gun through. Some of us go halfway, do some side quests, then gun through. I typically play like just about every game that I've played. And I think when I started playing like Soulsborne type games is mm-hmm. when I started doing this, where there's there's the campaign. But then you get to a boss that you're like, oh, my gosh, this dude's kicking my butt. Let me see if I can go. Like, and I'll even look up online. Hey, am I, did I miss something? Is there some weapon or equipment that might make this easier for me? And then I'll go chase that. So now, like this game, one of the things that I saw was that there were a lot of side quests and that you got a lot of good stuff from those side quests. So, yeah. like, that's what I've been doing. Like, every blue mark I see on the screen, I'm like, all right, let's go do that, you know? And then and then I'm just, like, exploring entire areas. So I, I feel like I'm really taking my time on this game. So I don't oh, even know. Yeah. I don't even know that I'm halfway through and I'm already 31 hours in. That's, that's how. I'm telling you, yeah. Yeah. It's... I, w- I will yeah. also say, like, saying a realm may not be a huge spoiler because the devs have spoken or have, have said in interviews that you will visit all realms in this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, and if you played the first one, then you know you know what we're talking about. Hey, exactly. Yeah. That too. That too. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. Sure. What's the name of the lava? It Muspelheim. Muspelheim. Yeah. Mus- yeah. Muspelheim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Home of Surtur. Yeah. In there you go. mythology, the destroyer of Asgard. I'm sorry. This is why I like out <laughs> of four because they they take it. A spin on mythology, and I'm a it's really great. Mythology nerd. Oh yeah, it's really great. It's really great. <laughs> and then you'll you'll hear things like Galahorn and stuff too. So it's just really yeah. funny. You know? <laughs> the, really fact, cool. the fact that they actually bring up Galahorn now that Destiny is like at least in some part of pop culture is hilarious yeah. these days. <laughs> hey, yep. hey well, well, Sony's got to plug its game, doesn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> 
It's like they uh, came out as like, oh yeah, you know, Heimdall, the holder of Galarhorn is like, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know and, that. I know that fiery rocket. <laughs> and the, I've had two to three times in the game where the story has impressed me where you have those little emotional things where mm-hmm. you know something happens to a character maybe maybe not or someone is something else or you know i'm not yeah. saying anything specific yeah. but like it's just wow you know it's like this story has really been amazing several times through so far for anyone that hasn't played it yet i will say however if you have played the first one and you know got caught up in the feels on certain things that happened there this game is like feels times a hundred, yes. and it hits you fast, often, and often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that father son dynamic has always been one of my favorite um, things in any story. Like one of my favorite books, yes, uh, is The Road by um, Cormac McCarthy. You know, and and uh, and that, that I just I love those kinds of story stories this is very much one of those kinds of stories yeah. and it's great and i will i want to spoil one very minor thing but it's it's a testament to how i love the fact that there is in fact growth and difference with these characters right now like mm-hmm. there's a difference the fact that in the previous game of course Kratos predominantly refers to his son as boy boy yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's the whole joke yeah (laughs) but with what they went through in the first game and the relationship they built Mm. there's hardly a boy muttered in this game Mm. right right yeah he's calling him by his name and just realizing that is like like i said it's fantastic like growth and dynamic and you know Mm. things continuing properly and i love Mm. that yeah. Also, so few games have that have that kind of dynamic. No, that's true, <laughs> and I think of Cato every time Kratos sized too. We're gonna have to call Cato. <laughs> uh, uh, um, uh, that's funny, you know. But yeah, yeah, that's Kratos, really funny. No. <laughs> Cato funny. the Kratos. No. <laughs> yeah, he, he just he says he's a little like, mm. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, well, I'm really glad we were able to talk about that. Um, yeah, Kratos. Yeah. Kratos. For me. Someone changed the name. Get on that, Sin. Yeah, right. <laughs> See if he notices. Uh, yeah, really glad we could talk about God definitely of War. On. Yeah, Sin? Changing the name. I'm definitely on Oh, you, okay. So, <laughs> like you cut out there. So, yep. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, Destiny... Um, it's been cool. We've uh, kind of like, you know, one of the things, of course, back with being in Destiny Reset back then, I knew of a lot of names, but I never got to play with people because there wasn't crossplay back then, right. especially if you were mostly on Xbox, Andy, and I was, of course, on PlayStation and all that stuff. And then even we had the PC break off before they made it crossplay. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it is amazing that we've had crossplay for a few years with uh, Destiny, and it's been fun. I know we've done some raids lately and and things like that with all sorts of people that uh, I never realized I may ever play with. <laughs> so, and Kingsfall yeah. being back. I mean, these Destiny one raids coming back. Uh, how do you like Kingsfall? Just overall thoughts about raiding and Destiny these days. 
well, I mean, obviously, for me, the nostalgia of the originals uh, obviously make those my favorite, if I'm honest, right? Like King's Fall uh, in, a, in, in particular is, well, I, I would say my, my favorite raid of all of them. But a lot of that isn't necessarily due to the mechanics or the rewards or any of that stuff. It's, it's mostly due to the fact that during that time frame, I had a group that was like so close that it's more of like a nostalgic feeling like that makes that raid my favorite, right? Um, uh, like the raids, the newer ones in Destiny 2, um, they're a lot of fun. Uh, I do enjoy them. I just don't have like a steady, like these are the six or eight people that I play these with every single time, right? Um, and of course, you know, like it's it's been you know, eight, nine years now that we've, yeah. we've been doing this. So, you know, the newness of it kind of wears off. But look, Bungie makes an incredible game. Like, you know, regardless of how you feel about Destiny at this point, right? And I know there's plenty to complain <laughs> about always. Um, dude, they, they have created something so special that honestly, they there's, look, Anthem, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? What's that one? It's on, um, I don't even remember the name. I, I like Outriders. <laughs> Outriders yeah. is another one. Um, you know, just on and on and on, right? Like, there, there are so many different games that have come out that, that have tried to capture that magic again, and they just don't quite do it, right? Because, you know, if you're like me, you know, Anthem, I was super excited about that game, but when it came out, it's just like, you know like not quite it's not quite the same and you go back to destiny and you're just like man not only did in my opinion they figure it out they they wrote the book you know what i mean yeah. so it's kind of yeah. it's difficult to to want something different than what destiny is right yeah so um i think i think for 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 what it has done over the course of all these years um you know it's still it's still an incredible game and, and the raids are still awesome like i know a lot of people are huge fans of last wish for me that raid is way too big it was way too much um but uh but you know that i mean that's a perfect example of what they can pull off you know in terms of mechanics gameplay rewards and everything you know, lore all of it yeah and then um do you kind of how, how do you play the game these days or how do you like the current release pack like do you get big into the expansions and then when each season comes out do you hop in the season right away or kind of how do you naturally these days regardless of rating how do you play and what what would you prefer if they could change something and honestly i think for me the way that it is right now is is in my opinion uh pretty awesome right like i know there are a lot of people that are really wrapped up on like well you know uh, uh crucible is is this it's too casual friendly it's too sweat sweaty friendly and, and and then you know people complain about gambit and and on and on and on what i like about destiny is that it has like so many different things that you can get into like crucible is not something that i uh participate in 
regularly. And, and that's okay because there's nothing, in my opinion, there's nothing in Crucible that will change my enjoyment of the game if I don't have it. Meaning like there isn't an exotic in there. There's not a weapon in there that I couldn't find an equal or better uh, alternative in PvE, right? Um, maybe the other way doesn't work so well, but I think it's easier for Crucible players to venture out in the PvE, find the weapon that they want, and then bring it back to Crucible, right? Yeah. Um, sa- same with, you know, Gambit. Obviously, people com- you know complain about it and everything, but look, there are people that enjoy that game mode, and I mean, it's not yeah. leeching resources, apparently, right? Because they haven't done anything to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> right, but but, uh, but it's there for people who who want to do it, and so for me, you know, sticking to PVE for the most part, the big expansions, absolutely, I'm jumping in. Typically for the seasons, usually what I'll do is I'll, if it sounds interesting, I'll jump into it. But mostly, like I'll skip a season usually, and then when I get back into it that following season, there's there's an abundance of things for me to do. So I don't I don't ever really feel like. Like I'm burned out on the game, like like this season, right? It, there's not a whole lot to do, and and so I just I stop playing it, and I play other games, and and it's great. It's it's been really good for my enjoyment of Destiny because I never feel like I'm like I'm yeah, missing I gotcha. anything. You know what I mean? And and this is something we even have to remind at times. Um, it, it brings up a an interesting side point. I've been kind of wanting to talk about again too. Even for us that do like to grind the game a lot and play the game a lot, sometimes we can also overdo it like with these like let's, the halloween event that came out recently there's a lot of grindy mm-hmm. stuff if you wanted the title and some of yeah. these seasonal events will remember people and even if you love the game you don't you can make i, I like to have a no stress attitude when i play games right yeah. i get it's fun striving to get a title or something but if it's not becoming fun what 70% of the time or more. I mean, you could have your own value, but if yeah. grinding some title is not fun most of the time, then you should probably tell yourself it's probably not worth going for that. And I really hate when people get burnt out due to their own mm-hmm. fault. They could have stopped playing the game earlier, you yeah. know, yeah. and and not well, hated the game as much, you know. Yeah. I, th- I think what happens though, it's just, it's just human nature, right? Like, I, yeah. look, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. I think what did it for me, honestly, is, you know, the moments of triumph from Destiny One, uh, and this is for Sin and, and Jazz, right? You guys, you guys remember those days? Like they were so grindy, right? Uh-huh. Especially Year One moments of triumph. I recall, ugh, it was, it was like impossible. Especially um, Skolas, dude. I think I spent. I'm not kidding you, man. I think I spent like eight hours or something crazy like that to get that triumph ticked off. And I forget, I forget, I think you have to do it in hard mode. Uh, I think that was the requirement, but it was, it was nuts, man. And, and I, dude, I felt so stressed out, you know, like, Oh, I gotta get this thing. I gotta get this thing. And I worked so hard for that. And they gave me a t-shirt for it. Right. They, they gave me the ability to buy a t-shirt for it. And, and look, I enjoyed it. It was great. I'm, I'm very, uh, happy with that but today in the in game what do i have to show for it but an emblem that most people don't even know what it is right like if i were to put my year one moments of triumph emblem in destiny i think most people would just be like i don't even know what that is you know what i mean it's like nothing cool or amazing and i think that's the case with most of the stuff that they put out there right it's like you know your your halloween event uh, uh title 
like it's it's great if you're having fun and you're enjoying that to your point uh kingsley mm-hmm. then then by all means have fun play the game your way but i mean destiny 3 is going to come out and, and you probably aren't going to get to put that title on right uh the titles that i care about are like uh, the the uh, conqueror title that that's that's one that i will invest time in but but to your point, I think, you know, you pick and choose the thing that you're going to chase. I do. I pick yeah. the thing that I'm going to chase. That's what I'm going for. The rest of them. Like, I've been helping you guys out with your um, with your raid um, challenges. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that's not really a title that I'm chasing. And you guys are gracious. And you're like, hey, dude, if you need help, you know, we'll get it for you. But I'm like, I think I want to play uh, God of War and Monster Hunter. I, uh, I'd rather do that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm you're not allowed in that title. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> yeah, <hate. right. laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you gotta, you always gotta evaluate because there are, there, there are things that even tempt me at times. I, I used to be more of a triumph hunter and uh, I'm like, yeah, there's these things that I could start chasing for, but if they're not fun for me, most of the time you, you pick the number 50%, 80%, yeah. but it yeah. should be somewhere between those numbers. I would hope. If it's right. not fun most of the time, then what are you even yeah. doing? And wow. so I, I, I went for, you know, the King's Slayer title, and that was fun mm-hmm. and a lot of work and hard at times and annoying at times. I had to get in mm-hmm. LFG groups sometimes for like five hours and not get anything done. But then I look at the Halloween title and I'm like, this grind. Uh, and I'm hearing a lot of people complaining about like, it's really hard because, you know, some things were, of course, messed up. And I'm like, well, you know, okay. you don't have to. <laughs> You'll yeah. Be fine. yeah. You'll be fine if you don't yeah. get the title. Don't get burnt out over this. No. Get, if anything, get burnt out over have suggestions for like how Destiny can make you know Crucible Strike Gambit better. But don't don't get salty over the Festival of the Light event because that's yeah. that's a lame thing to like get burnt out over. But you know, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, good discussions, good discussions, and all mm-hmm. that, and and I feel you and. I don't think I would ever go not playing a season, but I'm still somewhat hardcore. But there, there's a lot of benefits to that also because um, then you can come back and there's even more to do. There's a lot. There's a lot to do for sure. And, and honestly, man, like, no, I know people talk about FOMO, but I can't think of a single thing that I've missed uh, that I that I, like that I in quotes regret not getting right. Like uh, there was never. There's always something that perhaps, look, perhaps you're not like uh, optimal DPS, right? Like Anarchy, when Anarchy was its, you know, at its, at its most powerful. Um, or uh, 1K, right? Like I never got 1K up until like recently. And now it's pretty much a useless gun, you know? Um, but, uh, but there was nothing that I ever did without those weapons that I, that I couldn't work around somehow, you know? Um, yeah. So I don't know. That's just, yeah. those are my two cents, but yeah, I still love yeah. the game. I love it a lot. And also, you know, the game doesn't have to be grindy. If you just want to be more of a casual player, you can just hop in and generally the weekly storylines, which yes, they're only historically between six to eight weeks mm-hmm. of the story there's like very minor grind in those to just get through this, the weekly story. But uh, if anything, those are kind of fun. You don't want to miss out on those. Even if you skipped a season or so, you should try to experience them before they're gone within the whole destiny year, because those are like the small things you one can experience in the game. And 
and uh, have some fun with. Uh, unless maybe it doesn't even is fun to some people. Who knows, depending on their style or not. But Well, we better get to a little bit of talk and um, about some uh, pretty big changes coming up with talking about like the things that have been around forever where Crucible is getting some substantial additions and changes coming up. Mm. And does I know we okay, so first of all, that our our lovely infographic people, they said they're taking a break until was it next season or the next expansion? So that's why we don't have the little uh, TLDR graphics anymore with the uh TWAB. But luckily Bungie did make a TLDR and I, I read through it a lot too. But did you look over it all, Des? The yeah. yes, perfect. So guide us however you want, and then we can discuss around you. Oh, fantastic! Anyway, um, easy stuff, easy peasy, no problems. Uh, see the start of the TWAB with Trans Awareness Week, right? Uh, just another of their numerous awareness and charity charitable works. Um, they do talk about the community event for improving the Elixir order. Yeah, they're not Same. even keeping it a secret to the day of. They're telling us ahead of time. <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, so it's collecting captain's coins, it looks like, and looking to make the Elixir quarter better, improved, something. I don't know. I, I, I skimmed through this. so <laughs> That's okay. Um, <laughs> we'll find out more on that for sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's community events coming. They do kind of like talk about it as well as like some of the changes uh, uh, title requirement changes which we talked about pre-show a little bit um, yeah let's let's just say today and, and if it's funny too because in the 12 they originally said this was on track for coming out next Tuesday patch but I'm like then how come today I'm seeing like 30 different people get the title right. on it? and then they did reconfirm oh the patch actually came out today for that I'd huh. say, okay, if you look at our member stats channel, we've had like <laughs> 30 to 50 different people get Scallywag all of a sudden pop up. <laughs> I fortunately had enough to just come like log in and complete it. And, and talk about great. Talk about grind. See, this is one of these things that's happened the last couple seasons now. And now this season was even worse than the previous ones as far as the requirements, but I was yeah. expecting them to come back on them a little bit, but not this late in the season. Usually they do it like mid-season, so... Oh, well, a lot of people got it today. Right? <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, but a large chunk of this TWAB is Crucible. Um, and how things are changing, they are reshuffling uh, their Crucible housekeeping, essentially, um, to make things interesting. Um, they do go about their goals... Uh, for what they want on the crystal right now. Um, speaking of like specific playlists, or, oops, rearranging playlists, they're doing all kinds of things. Um, yes, player experience goals essentially. Uh, they look at the casual crucible, which is the quick play, the rotators, and the labs. Um, <laughs> what I love is the fact that they give these uh. Like real world comparisons, um, which seems to be 
revolving around basketball. Um, so, you know, your casual crucibles, like pickup games at the gym, Iron Banner, uh, at least for their kind of like view and perspective, is like a exhibition player, you're at a block party, whatever. Uh, Trials of Osiris is like your high-stakes pro-am stuff. Uh, ranked play is like your local recreational leagues and, and private matches is like just game night with the friends. And this is how they envision these sections. And they are getting, and again, they're updating. Um, you remember when uh, Clash and Control used to be like the same <laughs> node? And then yes. they separated it because then, yeah. they wanted a healthier like uh, population. Well, guess what? They're, they're going to be the same code again. <laughs> <laughs> Under quick play, again. I mean, quick play, okay. clash and control. Yep. So quick play six v six is going to be the node. It will be both clash and control. It will utilize the new loose skill based matchmaking that they have tuned during the season. Uh, they will have a weekly rotator node or free-for-all, um, which will rotate weekly between Momentum Control, Mayhem, Team Scorch, Rift, and Rumble. I'm a little um, sad Rumble's not going to be separate. I've used that yeah. for different techniques for myself, but... Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, it is what it is. For sure. But um, the weekly rotator node will be purely connection-based. Uh, mm. the, uh, the competitive division uh, slash freelance 3v3 um, will now be an entire playlist on its own and it will be it will pick matches randomly between survival, rift, and showdown um, and also the fact that the competitive node will use a new skill based matchmaking setting built using concepts we developed for loose skill based matchmaking tuning but tightened to match you more closely against opponents of your skill. <laughs> Thank you, Bungie. Yeah, all right. Uh, I'm I'm a huge proponent of that, especially when you have a list, a playlist that's labeled competitive. You kind of I mean, I've always I've always personally been in the mind that that's where you really need the skill based matchmaking. Mm. I mean, but again, that can be weird. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Crystal Labs will, of course, be its own thing, its own node. Um, as during Season 19, Labs will be showcasing 3v3 Rift with asymmetrical maps. Um, labs will have a stacking plus 25% reputation booster. Yay. And Crystal Labs will be using connection-based matchmaking. And then there's, of course, private matches, which... Private matches. Mm -hmm. They're there. Use them if you want. If not, screw off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Potato thumbs mode. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, let's see. So the crystal screen will also update during uh, limited time PvP events. Trials of Cyrus 3v3. When Trials is active, it replaces Crucible Labs. So you will not have Crucible Labs when Trials is active, and vice versa. Uh, trials will use ticket-based matchmaking and the Flawless Pool. Uh, though we have some news on that below, too. Anyway, uh, interesting uh, choice here is the fact that Iron Banner 
will actually replace the quick play node when it's around. So there will be no control or clash during the weeks of Iron Banner. You know, if you would have okay, if you would have asked me, I assumed it was already doing that because <laughs> mm. they were trying to promote this. Obviously, is yeah. Iron Banner. That's all you do this week. So mm-hmm. I guess yeah. even more so now. Yeah, yeah, they're really ramming home. Hey, play some Banner, <laughs> uh, and it, it will be moving to loose base, loose skill based matchmaking during season nineteen. Uh, so yes. Blah, blah, blah. Where to go? All right. They are adding a new set of triumphs and a new title to chase. The title is glorious. Wait, it's glorious or it's called? Yes. It's... <laughs> Apparently both. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, and it will be guildable. Um, also, good news. Shax will get Ingram focusing. Hooray. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, that is fantastic, but Shax has a special engram focusing. Uh, not the fact that he really does anything different as far as the focusing itself goes, but Shax will have engram focusing that will use engrams that you haven't picked up off of the vendor yet. So you don't have to grab the engrams to focus them, you can just focus them. So they're skipping a step there. So that you can just like you can go to them, you know, if you have rep ups and engrams to claim. The way I'm thinking this works is you just go right into focusing without having to pick yeah. up each and every engram. So yeah. You know, one one of the things uh that one of the great changes that they made was focusing. I really like that. I'm a mm-hmm. big fan. Yeah. I just think the cost of it is something they need to revisit. It it's so expensive. Well, it is. Pre- preview, they are going to be. Uh, now, Now, I know a lot of people will only take the extreme, though, Andy, and say, like, yeah, Trials, if you want the Adept weapons, it's 250 Legendary Shards. I'm like, okay. But that's just the extreme example. Most of them are more like 50 Legendary Shards. But, yeah, yeah pre- Preview, they're even going to be lowering that. Okay. So that's they've heard our complaints. Yeah, am I recollect- is it it's so it's two hundred and fifty in trials for adept focusing yes oh adept adept see no i'm yeah. i'm not i'm not an adept guy in trials so I'm just, just giving see about- I'm giving the example of people being yeah. extreme and they'll be like yeah. making people think like everything is that expensive but you know it's super expensive and you know the funny that it's so uh, tri- crucible is such a pickle for them because they they're trying to placate too many people i think and i get it right like i understand for instance trials like i i I really stepped out on trials a long time ago because i i accepted that that game mode was for people who were much better at crucible than i was right and and i was like i'm completely fine with that um but but then there's like the pool of players that that those guys play with right like it must be hard to be playing a game mode where, where look, no matter how good you are, someone has to be the terrible player, right? And if you if you take the casuals out, that leaves a pretty small pool of people, and 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 it must be uh, difficult. So there's there's balance there. Um, 
I think, look, the, the, they, they have done it right in the past. I think this new iteration of Trials, while it may have made some of the loot accessible to casual players, and, and that might bother some of the more elite players, at least it gives you a much bigger pool of people to play with, right? And, exactly. and, and hopefully you're having a more enjoyable time and the difficulty ramps up for you the further you get into your card, which is, I think, fair, right? It should be that right. Way. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's such a like it's such a balance, right? It's like who, there's somewhere in the middle where people who who and I think Trials is a perfect example of where look, I'm not great, but there are certainly times where I'll I'll say, you know what, I'm just going to jump into this pool because I can get some rewards at least I don't have to win to get some rewards. And then there's a balance between how much time I put in and how much I'm not having fun. Right. Um, but it is, it is rewarding. I will give them that. Um, but I guess now they just have to figure out the rest of crucible. (laughs) So hopefully, hopefully this stuff will work out for them. Look, they've, they've done a good job at it before, but look, we, we know the player base and it, and it, it wants what it wants. Sometimes it doesn't even know what it wants, right? It's like, right. we want this, and Bungie gives it to you, and then and what turns out we don't want. <laughs> right. I mean, a perfect example is, of course, just the playlist modifications, where we used to have a quick play node that was mm-hmm. a combined clash and control, but people are like, we don't want that. We want to pick. Yeah. But now there's playlists that aren't populated, so it's like, well, you wanted this, but we got to smash them back together. That way yeah. we can, you know, get some population going. What, what um, I will give Bungie, what I what I will give Bungie is, I think that they are a, I think they've always been, uh, like an an honest and transparent actor, right? Like they do things um, for for the for the improvement of the game. And one thing that they have access to that we don't have access to is metrics, right? Um, so. I, you know, when they make changes, I think a lot of a lot of times they have the numbers to support that. Hey, yeah. look, these guns are being used way too much. These game right. modes are not being played at all. Like they they have they have that to support sort of the reason that they're making changes. And I think that at some point we just have to trust what they're doing. You know, I may not like a certain change or a certain thing that they do in Crucible, but if I'm honest, I'm not the person that's playing Crucible. So they're not making the change for me, right? And I and as a player of this game, for as long as I've been, I think I've come to the point where I'm like, okay, well, let's let's see how it works out. I, I don't play trials enough to honestly give an opinion about it. So I just I just have to hope that that game mode is fixed for the people that are enjoying that. Um, and I think sometimes we have to give them that grace, you know? Oh, for sure. Yep. Like 100%. Um, anyway, we're, we're all on the same page, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Bungie has the magic of the purest metrics. Yeah, right. Like, no matter what people think they know from, like, you know, and no offense to these people, but, like, but, you know, people think they have the picture from, like, Trials Report or, yeah, like, yeah. that GG, but yeah, those yeah. are small sample sizes compared to the data Bungie is capable of having at any moment. Right. right. I sidetracked um, you, though, Des. No, no, you're good. You're good. Um, 
it's it's also very refreshing to hear someone else say these kinds of things. It's like, yes, I'm not alone. Um, <laughs> um, at last, the Bungie does give us a tease for the next Iron Banner game mode, another new one. Fortress. Mm. Um, I love this. Um, in Iron Banner Fortress, the core gameplay is capturing and holding zones. If that sounds like zone control to you, you'd be right. The real fun begins when Kaido gets involved, but we'll leave some of that or some of this for you to experience firsthand when Iron Banner Fortress launches on July third. Mm. But they show a picture January, of us, so we January. so we kind of know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, they give us a little tease, but um, <laughs> it, it, it's interesting. <laughs> um, it, it seems like they're going to be uh, infusing a little bit of Gambit into uh, Iron Banner. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be you interesting. Know, I really like that they're that they're tweaking the game modes for Iron Banner, uh, with the exception yes. of Rift. I feel like Rift was a terrible idea. Um, oh, I liked it. <laughs> it I, I just didn't like the length. The length of the game yeah. is, is yeah, that's what... Yeah, it was just too long. I do like this last one. I, I really enjoyed this yeah. last one. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I did. I've not. I've not played this week, so I know they only come around twice now. But um, but I really like the last one, and and this one sounds like it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Right, so. You okay? <laughs> <laughs> um. They do give us some uh, uh, last bit teasers for like uh, new matchmaking techniques. Um, they will be at least starting to implement what they're calling fire team based matchmaking, mm. um, where they will attempt. <sighs> this, this is a tall order, and I, I I can't wait to see how this turns out when it starts because uh, I can only imagine it's going to be a nightmare. Um, but they are going to be attempting to match you on fire team sizes. So full stacks mm. will be more likely to match against full stacks. Partial stacks will be more likely to match against partial stacks. I mean, there will be room for error uh, depending upon how long you're matchmaking because they still do want to keep those times. They still want to keep times down. So they might. You know, if you're waiting a while and it's like, well, we have this team of six and a team of five. Oh, there's a solo. We're just going to jam him in there. We're just, we're just going to start this off. That mm -hmm. will still happen on occasion. Um, mm -hmm. But it, you know, it should be like one. Again, it's one of those things they're going to have to really. Is I, I can see this being difficult to fine tune. Um, just like the logistics and population diversity and everything. It's a lot to like try and like algorithm. Um, so we'll see how this turns out. Well, and later in the season, especially right when the populations dip. Yeah. Right. Um, um, they also talk about some other things. Uh, they are um, something about improving connections at the high end skill bands. I didn't read through that, um, but quitter suspensions, uh, they have started doing quitter suspensions uh, or will. Oh, no, they have during season 18's rollout of skill-based matchmaking. Uh, they applied minor quitter penalties to 
habitual winners and even quick play activities. Um, for season 19, they're not taking it away, uh, but they will be lowering the amount of uh, suspension time handed out. And apparently they will make it a tooltip in some ways, so that way you can know exactly when you can get back in the crucible, or when you're allowed back in, essentially. So that's going to be fantastic. Uh, talk about trials, which it's... Uh, I mean, it's a short thing, so I skipped over that as well. So, And oh my god, I didn't read through any of this. The competitive stuff or the maps? The competitive stuff. <laughs> I can give a quick TLDR on that. I did well, like that, ironically. Yeah, but that, maps, I, I if, thought, you wanna, if you want to do maps. I, I thought I read it, and apparently I didn't look at the scroll bar and notice, yeah, there's still a good chunk of TWAB left. Because <laughs> also, the, 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 in the community so far, that's what people are talking about the most, is the, uh, the ranks in the competitive division. But on maps, what are we getting? We're getting one new map and two returning, I think, for the next year. Uh, let's see, for the coming like... year, we're going to be bringing back two more maps from earlier in Destiny 2, and we've just started production on a brand new yeah. map we expect to be released in the year of Lightfall. Okay. So competitive and Also, they, they do advertise, if you have experience creating gameplay spaces, Oh yeah. check the careers page. <laughs> yeah, that's like wow. that's people. I'm actually super stoked to see that there, uh, considering, I mean, I mean, it's kind of a, A, it's a cry for help, but B, they're at a point where they're realizing, hey, they need to do a cry for help because they need some more people to help keep up with stuff. Like, it's it's actually a good, like, a uh, sign for the future, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because um, of, of one of the things people are sad about today is knowing that we're only going to get one new map for all of next year and two returning. So at least by them telling us they need more help. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We we but, see but, what's going on here. If you really want to know why, just just read that last <laughs> bit. Just like, hey, check our careers page. And it's like, yeah, they're advertising to like apply for a job in the TWAB. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, they need help. Well, I mean, it, it's a, this is from the perspective of a non sort of competitive, non multiplayer uh gamer right like i don't i don't really play cod i don't you know I, yeah. I stay out of the crucible mostly but what like is there a direct comparison to destiny when it comes to like a multiplayer game god i wouldn't know i mean you know what i mean like so i mean could we say we could we say call of duty there's definitely fundamental similarities in mm -hmm. just like I said, for fundamental aspects, I can definitely see there being similarities that can help from like a so, special so, like world creation and such, or uh, space creation, let's say. So the the reason I ask is so, so okay, Call of Duty, right? Mm -hmm. Call of Duty uh, uh, Modern Warfare, let's say, in its life cycle, which was what, a year? Right? Don't they put out a new yeah. game every year? Um, how many new maps did that game get? You know what I mean? So, like, that's you know what I mean. So it's like we, sometimes I feel like our 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 crucible population has these, and and rightfully so, right? Because they, there have been some really oh, yeah. long dry spells with 
no maps and all this stuff, but it's like you're playing the same game you've been playing for how many years now? Like this, this yeah. has far exceeded a life cycle of any other game that you could that you could think of. You know what I mean? And I, and I think that uh, the fact that they keep introducing modes and you know what I mean? Like I, this is the only game again. This is the only game I can think of that does this, and so they're pretty much writing the book here, you know. And oh yeah, I think that uh, sometimes, sometimes you know, we we fall. The, the loudest voices are like probably like the small, uh, uh, just a small population of players no. that are like you know yes. burned out because this is this is all that they've played, right. you know. Yeah. yeah. Now, for that, the only thing that can compare to, again, like the uh, content generation of Destiny, mm -hmm. the only thing that can compare are, of course, the MMOs. Mm -hmm. But let's face it, Bungie still isn't the size to compete with an MMO. Right, with the Blizzard or, yeah. Yeah, because you got to think, uh, what was uh, Final Fantasy fourteen had at least two dev teams working on it. WoW, I think, historically had up to four dev teams working on it. Um, and yeah, I mean, Bungie still just isn't quite that size. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you said, this is new ground considering it is, yeah. it's not an MMO. Like, it mm -hmm. definitely reaches to be an MMO on a shooter scale, mm -hmm. for sure. But yeah, this is this is a whole new territory because there has not been anything. Yeah, I no mean, looter shooters, no looters, yeah. no shooters have reached like, this life cycle. Like, yeah, is that, and I guess, I guess, like, um, what's the what's the other competitive multiplayer game that uh, they play like in Asia a lot? The uh, oh, it's not it's not a it's not a a shooter. It's um, in League of Legends. League of Legends. Thank you. Uh, how how often are they refreshing those maps? You know what I mean. I, these are all questions I'm asking. I don't know. I'm just I'm just. It's just interesting to me that um, that a game like this exists and and the ex not the expectation but like okay people want these things like oh we want we we want what one map every what three months like what's fair what's right and and you know what I mean like it's it we get into this territory where like. We're just blazing a new trail, you know what I mean? And yeah. and Bungie's a big company, and and they they need more help, but I think they have the resources to get that. Oh yeah. And uh, and what does that look like? I guess is is the question that I'm asking. I'm not trying to come oh, up yeah. with solutions here. These are all just no, topics no. of conversation that are floating into my head. No, yeah. and actually, no, hilariously, uh, for a MOBA like League of Legends, mm -hmm. the entire design mentality is flipped. Because MOBAs don't get new maps very often mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. Their focus is new characters mm. and creating different people to the use. Abilities and, these maps. Yeah. Exactly. And so I that's where that's their some focus of, is. I wonder if that's some of Bungie's philosophy when it comes to like, hey, we're going to make these these weapon archetypes meta now. Like, So in that way, they are changing sort of the dynamic yeah. of of what you're playing, maybe not so much the space, which which if you're playing against people, right? Like they don't change the dimensions of a basketball court. They don't change the dimensions of a soccer field, right? But they might change, or football even, let's say, but they might change some of the rules, right? Like, hey, you can't really put your hands on our quarterback anymore. <laughs> you know, right? 
and, and we change the dynamics of the game in that way, but they don't make big sweep like, hey, we're going to introduce, you know, pit bulls to the game, you know, and you got to run from them now. Uh, so I, I don't know. The, these are just things sometimes that um, that'll float into my head that are just like, you know, again, as a spectator, I'm on the outside. I don't participate in Crucible enough to, to yeah. even be thinking about these things. Oh yeah, no, and that's a hundred percent thing that, like you said, Bungie is definitely forging new ground, and they're being inspired by a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. There was, there has been an interview, I think, back on all Crucible Radio, um, mm-hmm. where someone made mention of seasons of things and being intrigued by it with MOBAs, where certain balances change, and you know, certain mm-hmm. character utility changes, and thus, like things just get put on his ear you're having to figure new things out and they likened that idea to like sandbox changes and they can do they can make like certain seasons for certain weapons i think was the quote mm-hmm. back then and mm-hmm. kind of make things seem a little fresher at times mm-hmm. um so yeah so i mean it's very potential that they're using i mean who knows like <laughs> this is a game i honestly didn't even think would reach this point in its longevity mm-hmm. like back, yeah. in, back in d1 yeah. you, you would have told me oh yeah and like you know 2022 you'd still be interested in destiny <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is quite amazing um let me just quickly go over this competitive yes. details this is actually quite quite big news like people have been asking for ranks divisions for quite a while and we're actually getting it and reception has been pretty positive except for two small things i'll get to those at the end but um it's pretty neat how they're doing this we're going to have basically seven seven different divisions and each has three subdivisions in it and typical names like they show a graphic here which is pretty cool but they have the starting copper bronze silver gold platinum adept and then Ascendant. So mm-hmm. very, uh, very, yeah, good uh, Destiny type names also. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, their goals are all players can find a variety of balanced matches and feel competitive. A player's PvP division is a core part of their guardian identity. Maintain places in the ecosystem to not engage in ranked play, but still have decently balanced matches or to not engage in skill-based matchmaking at all. Um. Now, they explain how it's going to start. They want to provide players with ladders, you know, these rankings, and be able to climb divisions, obviously, uh, and have a more accurate representation than how they were currently doing it with their glory system. So players who surpass gold, which is kind of like that middle, first higher tier area, and begin to chip away at either Platinum, Adept, or Ascendant will represent some of the best Crucible players our community has to offer. So... Obviously, if you're on the in ascendant, it's going to be potentially pretty hard to get there. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. you know, what that means, how many, but anyways, when you start a season, and this will reset somewhat each season, but not exactly. They're going to explain more details of that in a second. But you will begin a placement series, which during you will not gain any division rating for the first seven games. So you have to play seven games first. After the seventh game, you complete the placement series and are placed into a division based on that skill. So for the first season, 
they said the highest that anyone's going to be placed in at the very beginning is they will place some people up to gold three, but they won't place people any higher than that um, at the very beginning. Uh, but in future seasons, you will be placed closer to your previous competitive division. So maybe the people that work their way up to Ascendant the next season after they do their placement series could maybe go up to like Adept or something close to Ascendant. We don't know. Yeah. We'll find out more as it comes up. So obviously uh, your division rating is adjusted based on four major factors, obviously whether you win or lose. Also division inflation or deflation, how far above or below your division is compared to your skill, match performance, how well you performed on a match-to-match basis, and player-to-lobby skill delta, how your skill compares to everyone else in the match. So they're putting a lot of of metrics into this. Yeah, that's actually a super... Having played a, a couple other, like, ranked things literally just a couple, maybe just one. Um, but at least knowing how like certain ranks work, this is very kind of, uh, I guess, standard. Well, there's a bunch more very fair metrics in this than I've seen anywhere else. But this is very like standard for a competitive ladder, from what yeah. I can tell. And then they talk about how you can move between the main ladders. I mean, in the sub-rankings, the three within each, that's pretty easy. If you just gain enough rating to move up between subdivisions, like if you go from gold two to gold one, you just automatically get entered into that next subdivision. Um, but if you want to, if you get enough rating to go into another division, like from gold to platinum, what happens is you first enter into a promotion series where you must win two out of three games to then be promoted to the next division. <laughs> Similarly, if you lose enough rating, because you can move down too, to move oh, down yeah. a division, you will enter what they call a regulation series, where there you also must win two out of three. If you don't, then you would go down to the next division. Bravo for <laughs> their like terminology team for not using like demotion series. And, yeah, like, yeah. Pressure. And using mm-hmm. just a term like regulation, that's that in and of itself is fantastic. <laughs> yep. Bravo on that, all of the terms they're using. Also, there's going to be time and decay things. Once you reach gold tier or higher, your division rating is su- so just gold or higher is subject to decay on a weekly basis, i.e., you will lose division rating if you haven't played enough matches recently. Um, I don't know. They don't get into more details yet. They said they will have a help article on all what that means when it comes out. And they'll have a little intro quest that kind of gets you into it um, because they want everyone to experience this. And along with the intro quest, they talk about rewards. And this is an amazing thing, too. They didn't want to have the issue they had with no time to explain, but they they don't want rewards to be, and kind of like what you were saying, um, Andy, but like they don't want since can you imagine if they put like a really good gun that you can only get at like ascendant <laughs> and no one mm-hmm. else in the community gets well they're not going to be putting rewards that are like weapons based rewards it's mm-hmm. going to be more at first the only really real rewards is just the status the title that you're at mm-hmm. and you're going to get a multiplier a multiplier so if you are for example in a 
adapter senate, you're basically getting a 1.5 multiplier of, um, you know, getting your crucible ranks versus if you were in copper or bronze, you'd only have a 1.0 mm. multiplier. I think mm. this is pretty fair, but the biggest thing that the community has been saying that they really dropped the ball on, and they did say at the end of the TWAB, they plan on adding this at light faults. Just really too bad they couldn't have added it right when it came out. But they don't have... What would have been nice? Yeah, it's nice not having like weapons rewards, but they should have some kind of ornament rewards to show off. Yeah, I'm ascendant. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And we don't have that yet, and some people are yeah, kind of salty fair. about that. I mean, but this like let's let them like let's let them figure this out first. Yeah, before they figure out like yeah. proper rewards. And as yeah, far yeah. as like you know needing to be like a high level of competitive to earn a very specific weapon, <clears throat> Redrick's broadsword. Or was <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The well, the first sorry. one. One of the mm -hmm. two, yeah. yeah, yeah. The first one where you had, to, I think you had to hit legend in order mm -hmm. to get it, and it's like, yeah, I never saw that one. <laughs> but no, so no, this is like, but no, like for people to be salty about that, I mean, it's kind of fair, true. But let's at look at coming. like, yeah, yeah, and let's look like this is like a super fair thing because this is a competitive ladder. That pays attention to how you perform. It doesn't matter most of the time whether you're winning or losing, but how you perform is like the key factor. But of course, you still can't like rest on your laurels because if you want to get promoted, you still got to win. So that's like yeah. a super. I I like this entire thing. I actually really this is this is fantastic. Yeah, I feel. yeah. And then the last thing that people want, of course, is. If you're in Ascendant, let's say you're the top of the top, people want a leaderboard because they feel like, well, once we get to Ascendant, what's the point of grinding higher unless there's a leaderboard of like, who's number one, who's number 100, you know, stuff like that. So maybe they could add a leaderboard down the road for the Ascendant. Potentially. People. Um, yeah. One game I played, um, which is no secret, um, but I think the uh, Paladins back in the day, after you hit, our, to get out of diamond, which I guess would be ascendant, or either way, it's right after platinum. But after you hit diamond, um, you would graduate into masters, and but masters and even further grandmasters wasn't performance based; it was population based. So basically, like your ranking score mattered on a population scale so if you hit like top uh, i don't know like a thousand or something you would hit into masters and if you breached into the top hundred on score that's what that would be your entrant into grandmaster so it's kind of a similar mentality you know needing to know like a score to hit and yeah thus scoreboarding but then i kind of like that idea and it's true a leaderboard is nice for those that will be chasing higher but then again we also they can add population rank again this is something that they could figure out after they fine-tune or maybe they metrics that are happening or maybe just if the api can maybe they don't have to add it in the game and maybe we'll find the third party tools true too. And, yeah see it get a little ishtar commander ranking <laughs> Yes, <laughs> <at the top. laughs> 
Or I guess dim. I'm sorry. I'm, Whatever, I know most people yeah. are probably dim. Yeah, dim, dim no, folks. You're, you're, you're fine, Andy. I'm an instructor commander guy myself. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they all did like the same stuff, though. Like, there's so many different uh, ones out there now that like do their own little thing, you know? Like, there's, uh, there's yeah. one called Little Light that I yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, Little Light. That one's good. Ishtar Commander, you know, obviously does a lot of good things. Um, Dim is probably the best, obviously. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's, okay. uh, one of them will throw the, the rank. It'll be a different one. It'll be a new one. It'll have the rankings <laughs> Just on some, it, and you'll have yeah, to download not everything. that one. <laughs> 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 right? right? Well, people like to specialize, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, one last quick thing. Even though I said there won't be rewards for, of course, being in the higher brackets, everyone gets a reward of Thorn is coming back with random rolls. Oh, God. Yep. Nice. It's, it's getting the uh, Hawkmoon treatment, huh? Yeah. And really cool. it's going to have a curated drop for the first, you know, for the intro quest that you just get a drop of it. But then each week there will just be challenges that just for playing in this playlist everyone can get another random roll once per week of the weapon. So it doesn't matter where you on the rankings. This is just a side drop, just something that happens, you know, for playing. Do they have to be lore accurate? <laughs> I don't know. Because yeah. I mean, this is this, this, the shadows of your forged their thorns and, you know, unleashed them upon the crucible. So now we're like, <laughs> now we're like recreating the entire like shadows of your, movement in competitive oh my god what's these implications <laughs> bungee i see you yeah one over on me that quick easily yeah but that's basically it big big news for the crucible um and i know we've been talking around you a lot are you excited to try the competitive or anything other than crucible changes if you're still with us then i am uh i'm kind of intrigued by it uh i'm not so hitting the rear end about being ranked. I'm not that into it. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be ascendant. It's going to be a good change. Hopefully it'll stop people from complaining. (laughs) Well, well, obviously not. There's going to still be. Oh yeah. No kidding. Oh man. But uh, it'll be interesting because this competitive, this, this ranking system, I, I do. And I, definitely don't want to hop in it with friends because then the pressure is really on. Well, I know it's kind of individually based, individualized, but still it's like there is a little bit matches built into that too. So overall match wins. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mild correction. Uh, it is Rose, not Thorn. Oh, no, uh, no, thank you. Des. Why did I, you know what? Okay. I had I mean, Rose. To be fair, to be fair, <laughs> Rose is what turns into Thorn, and we do have Rose during the Lumina quest. So no, that's no, what and I know. Back. I know, and I knew yeah. that. But you know why I said Thorn because they even have the line in here: every Thorn has its Rose. Yeah, I know. And then that. I started After saying Thorn. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but no, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it is Rose. Which I'm wondering how it's. Uh... Thanks oh, for the whoa! For this that. thing is like super weird. Like apparently it will fire like Thanks, a 140, dude. but allows you to move like a 150 and has stats that blends the two. So this is not like this is very interesting actually. Um, that they're 
doing it. So, I mean, it's not going to be... Actually, it's not even going to be that overpowered, considering it's potentially just going to be a legendary hand cannon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, just, because that's what Rose was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's actually super interesting. Super, super interesting. Yeah, don't worry, Scoot. I got on it. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the one time I wasn't looking at the chat immediately also. Because yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was trying to... Yeah, yeah. Trying we to get all this finished. And, yeah. No, live yeah. Update. It's, it's yeah. Sin, Sin, live update, do anything interesting in the game? No, not at all. Not at all? <laughs> no. But what are you How doing? Did you? <laughs> I did finish gilding my uh, Dead Eye, or no, was that it? Dead Eye I saw that, yeah, title? you got that under member stats, you got that title too. Yep, and now I'm just working on uh, trying to get another uh, red border for the sidearm because I'm one away from crafting it. Okay. Nice. Uh, the seasonal sidearm? Yeah. It's fun. That's so good. I love that gun. That's such a fun gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't mind crafting one, and I just didn't oh. want away from doing it. But I do have yeah. one with full Get shot on already. Yeah. Yep. All right. If we have just like three minutes, we have two quick questions here I'd love to get to. Um, Mr. Monkey, do you think we will get more raids retroactively get craftable weapons? Kind of like, you know, we're getting Deep Stone for next season. If so, which one should be next? He says in parentheses, for example, you could have 15th wishes and origin trait for last wish. <laughs> do, you, do you have, first of all, a guest? Andy, do you have any thoughts on that or not care one way or the other? Man, I. Older I raids getting craftable? You, yeah, I, I got to tell you that for weapons, I think some of my favorite were uh, the Wrath of the Machine weapons. So I think it would be pretty cool to to get those. I mean, everything about those guns, even like the sound effects that they would make, you know, um, were were so cool. And then, of course, that raid is probably easily top three on everybody's top raid list, right? So yeah, yeah, that 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 would be my pick. I would say probably a cheap pick, but. <laughs> no, no, I'm down. And now there's a lot of hope that we may actually get that raid coming back this this next year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, potential. Or mm-hmm. else, why would Bungie warn us about exotic weapons that already exist <laughs> right. in the game that connected to old raids? That's really which there's only one. one example of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, excellent. Uh, if anyone else has any comments, feel free and spout up about that. Um, last wish. Last wish. Yeah. Mm. As far as as raids that are currently in D2, last wish. Yeah. Otherwise, my answer is also hitching on to Andy and Aunt Wrath. Like, bring it in. Let's craft weapons. Come on, Bungie. (laughs) Yeah, right. right, And then Drafty, and maybe he didn't hear the news from the TWAB, but uh, he said, would it be grand or sad if the community event has to do with Spider? I think it would be great if the event is giving Spider dead ghosts that are packed with explosives. <laughs> I mean, he's just being funny here. If the community gives him enough, he is blown up and removed from the game. <laughs> if the community does not give him enough, he survives and has a vengeance for all guardians. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Love you, Drafty. That's awesome. <laughs> Whether you knew what the community event was or not, I I, I love it. We're going to go with Drafty's uh, 
community event idea. <laughs> nice. How do we feel about uh, the the uh, this? I guess in quotes uh, event. Did you guys already uh, visit this whole Telesto thing, or? or... <laughs> well, we talked about it a little last week. Yeah. Okay. The invasion of Telesto. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, that's not this community event coming forward. That was, I don't even, it was cool and all, but why did they just do it so randomly like that? And then, yeah, it's just some big joke. It's like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, agreed. I, I don't know. I, I, it was during one of my lulls. So I, didn't, I didn't even poke my head in last week, but I was keeping up with it. I was like, is this something that I need to be paying attention to? And then I was like, no, oh, no, okay, <laughs> never mind. Nothing but, to see uh, here. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, it was kind of cool, but like it's so random. It, it would make more sense if, in a way, if this happens a little more often with other stuff too. And you could be like, yeah, it's it's a fun little thing in on a dead week to get us joking about, interested in about. I mean, they actually did change the way the weapon worked for a little bit, so you can't mm -hmm. quabble. That wasn't a cool thing. Yeah, but it's just so out of place. And if they never do this again with any other weapon or have another little minor week long thing, then yeah. it just feels too random, in my opinion. It almost feels like, you know, the whole Prometheus lens thing that happened where the gun was just absolutely insane. Uh, but it's a memorable thing that happened in the past to, to a degree that, you know, they, they released this emblem and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um it's like they just kind of like they wanted to revisit that somehow you know like recapture yeah. that i guess magic but uh i i don't know that it was as well well I, sh I shouldn't say well received but i i don't know that it'll be looked upon as as kindly as prometheus lens was you know what i mean i think this one's more like you ruin trials for the weekend, you know. <laughs> you finally, you finally nerfed uh, linear fusion rifles, and we didn't get to experience that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. And then that first day, streamers were in it for a while, for several hours, like seeing if there was anything happening. And then mm -hmm. most of the yeah. smarter ones, in my opinion. Of course, Lucky Ten wasn't included in that list, but <laughs> most <laughs> of the, most of them stopped. Uh, early on they're like there's this isn't leading to anything or at least not yet we have to just wait for now and yeah. uh and we were pretty much guessing pretty quickly like well there's nothing it's it's an easter egg there's nothing that's actually mm -hmm. happening no puzzle or anything right. like that right i keep sidetracking us i told you i could make no, this thing great. last great <laughs> you are an excellent guest sir in fact i don't know if you have any last minute questions for us feel free i have a bonus question at the end we like to ask all our guests but um we'll start wrapping it up coming up mm. here soon because i know it's sin's betty time but uh <laughs> betty time betty time like he needs his pacifier I feel like Sin is already in bed. He's like just got the covers pulled up, waiting to put the push the stop button and and shut it down. Yeah, I'm crafting my uh, brigands right now. Nice. Yeah. No, we like he's our correspondent out in the field that lets mm -hmm. us know what's happening in the game as we record and stuff. And you know, oh. it's it's always interesting when we have you know guests. There's more people to talk and stuff and does does the twa blot and stuff and but what was it last week it was just me and sin so 
Sin mm. was talking just as much, if more, than me. So we were having a fun time with that. Um, speaking of twops, uh, we did uh, fail to mention there will be no twop next week. Yes. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Uh, for the holidays. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And then we'll get what? Historically, like two twops before they dash out again for holidays? And they shut it down for a pretty um, good chunk of time, too, right? Yeah, because it's at least three weeks yeah. around December. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So, tis the season for <laughs> the dark times. <laughs> yeah, right. But funny enough, with having a new season starting the beginning of December, there's going to be some action for at least the first half of December, at least as far as playing <laughs> stuff in the game. <laughs> Yeah. So I I like that because by then too, I'll be kind of at least for my playstyle pretty much wrapped up with God of War. Probably and maybe I'm sure maybe I'll have some things left to do. I don't know, but it'll be nice then to focus back on Destiny. But uh, okay, Andy Man, we like to ask guests on the show what your favorite dessert is you can take that any way you want Ooh, dessert and i can't yeah i love i love the qualifier you can take that anywhere you want <laughs> <laughs> well it doesn't have well. okay i know that sounds too weird but uh, it doesn't have to be like uh you know an edible be- dessert <laughs> uh no no hey listen lucky for you mine's a pretty Pretty safe answer. I'm a, I'm a big cheesecake fan, man. I I, uh, I love cheesecake. Any type nice. of drizzle on top? Drizzle, <laughs> man. So it changes over time, right? Uh, there wow. was there was a time where where, where I was uh, I was like chocolate all day. You know what I mean? And then I had this little like a uh, tart kind of lemony phase. And lately, man, I've been a huge like. Uh, uh, caramel guy, I, I'm I'm yeah. I'm really into that. Thankfully, even at my age, uh, my health is still at a place where I can enjoy some sweets. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I love it. And cheesecake is a good option. We've had other people mention that, and it is you're in good company there, sir. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. We'll put that in. I, lo- I love that Cato is unaware of his name change. I can't wait for him to hear yep. the reason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of, uh, oh, he's, he's out of the live chat now. He opted in for a second, but, um, yeah, he'll, he'll have to, uh, listen to the listen. Yeah, podcast, right. I suppose, even though I kind of mm-hmm. spoiled one thing, but, uh, oh, that'll be fun. Yep. Man. Well, Andy, uh, gosh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, any last words of advice for us? But you've been a you've been an excellent guest, man. Oh well, I I really appreciate uh, you guys having me on. Uh, even though it, I feel like I kept you guys up longer than than you guys are used to. Um, no, man, I just I, you know I really I'd like to take the time to tip my hat to you guys, man. You guys have a wonderful community uh, uh, that you guys have built. Um, you know, you guys are. You know, my opinion, Des, like you, you're OG as OG as they come, man. Uh, so, <laughs> you, you know, I, I, well, I, not I'm, quite that OG. There were, <laughs> there were a good many before me. Uh, but still, though, you know what I mean? Like you've been around for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. And I know you, you guys, 
you guys have good pedigree, right? And and it shows in your community, and it shows how you guys are just carrying that standard forward, man. So uh, my hats off to you guys. Good job, and uh, and I hope you guys keep it going for as long as possible. Oh, thanks, man. But uh, I, yeah, I mean, it's not about us. But I was even just. Let's promote you. Is there any is there any places you want to tell people about if you want to tell them about your Discord or oh, if you do things on Twitter or just no, you know, how no. people can get a hold of you? Listen, I'm I'm a, I'm a Gen Xer man. That's probably leaning more towards the boomer side of the Gen X, you know. <laughs> so man, my my socials are pretty quiet. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm pretty you. active on Discord. Uh, we do have a Discord, and you guys are in there. Everybody's welcome in there. It's not. You know, it's not, you know, we don't have the podcast anymore, but there's some, some really great people there. Uh, it's the gaming adventure club. Um, and, uh, and no, I mean, look, just, uh, I'm around. If you guys need a guardian to, to fill a spot here and there, I'm, I'm happy to help out wherever I can, uh, especially if I'm playing destiny. Um, and if not, yeah. man, if you guys are playing other games, you guys have a good suggestion. I'm all about you know, Monster Hunter, Soulsborns, Destiny, uh, and and just about any any other new game that's out there. But the only thing I don't play is Call uh, Call of Duty. So, uh, so, but uh, but no, man. Thanks for having me. Gotcha. And, yeah, uh, it, it's my pleasure. I look forward to seeing you guys out there. Yeah, thanks for joining. Always, a yeah, pleasure. for sure. Everyone, say hi to TX Andy Man in the Discord as after you've listened to this episode. So, <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. Well, with that, uh, Des, where can people get a hold of you, good sir? Um, you can get a hold of me in the discords, um, uh, wherever I may be found. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at DES underscore Raven. I'm there, but not. So, you know, uh, gag's still going. Still don't have that app on my phone. So, yeah, it's in. Uh, they can also find you playing God of War, right? Not yet. I'll get there eventually. Ah. He's shame. up with God of War, Sin. He knows <laughs> He's up happening. with it. Yeah. Not playing. I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm watching the story. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me playing God of War currently and uh, switching between that and Destiny. Or on Twitter at Sin underscore media. I do have the app. Don't check it. Or the Discord next to you two lovely gents. Not Kingsley, ladies. Bifrost, <laughs> Mac. Ooh, keeping it <laughs> relevant. <laughs> yes, you can catch me uh, trying to avoid getting Bifrost on me. Uh, but other than that, <laughs> you can find me. Uh, I do Twitter. Um, I'm in the Discord, obviously. I'm all over the place keeping up on stuff. Uh, but more importantly, uh, just check out you know, our website, our Discord. If you are not in the Guardian Hub Discord yet, please join it. It's a fun community where you do not have to be active in chat or anything like that. Just join, see what's happening, what all the news is, see other people's chat conversations. Say hi to TX Man if you want. All of the above, anything that you want to do. Bug Drafty, sent ads, at requests to Drafty, you know. Definitely Bug Drafty. Things like and that. HR. At HR. And new yep. HR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you may ask, how do I get information how to join the Discord or find out other informational pieces about us well you can either check us out on twitter under the guardian hub or our lovely website theguardianhub.com the best hub on the net thank you sin (laughs) thank you des 
Thank you, TX Andy Man, and we will catch you all again next week. Have a good one. Bye. Later. Yay, that was awesome. So Thanks, is that dudes. Uh, Bifrost on your face? Is that like some weird like in-game like adult I was going to tell you. You, <laughs> you, <laughs> you spoiled you'll, it. But you did. You'll, you'll find Welcome out what after Bifrost dark. is. Yeah. Yeah, right. You'll find out what Bifrost is. Welcome to Guardian the, After Dark. <laughs> that's on the other hub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brought to you by OnlySins.com. That's right.